Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. So I'm just going to say get your dice ready because we are back to another session of Casual Quest Masters. Welcome to our own Faerun, everybody, representing Neverwinter as <laughs> Nikhil Tony Mello. Um, is he okay, guys? <laughs> I think he is. Um, hi, I play Vol. I smell uh, Nightwalker. <laughs> um, you should probably check in with your doctor for that, but I play Vol, Nightwalker, Val Nagonia, Goliath Ranger, and uh, today's going to be interesting. Brendan Thresher. I'm Magdor Bandiron, and I'm ready to fight because I am no longer unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is factual. And amusing, <laughs> Dwarf. Well done. And I forgot the right of rhyme. Yours truly, Tyler Vinatoa's Knox. Uh, the boy, well, kind of boy, the half-elf who walked the sands so sad, but then was able to have a stroll with his dad. And last but certainly not least is our squeaky but yet all-powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. Hi, guys! How you doing? (laughs) Well, that was the show, everybody. (laughs) He's going full Eeyore on us, everyone. Be careful. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, I can't do this. Look, my, th- my throat is scary right now. I'm not sure what's going to happen to it. So anything, I don't want to, Just as I Hulk Hogan for like five seconds, like, it's kind of like, oh, oh my, I can only do it for uh, so long before I got to revert back. <laughs> Your throat is scary right now, but it's not Halloween. <laughs> I rolled a 12. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody roll the dice. Shit. I rolled a 14. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh, oh. Fuck. All right. Um, so, Magdor, uh, Brandon rolled 12, Tyler rolled a 14, I rolled a 19, so I have to do the recap. Ah, uh, you beat me, too. <laughs> it's fine, because I wrote it this week, and it's a little snarky. This is all coming from full. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. yeah. Previously on Casual Quest Masters. Vol takes a firebolt to the face. Ow. After reuniting, Volt takes charge and our heroes quickly attempt to track down the mysterious boy who walked away with the scroll. After following some tracks down the beach that led to some odd discoveries, i.e. the boy was able to conjure a bird and fly towards Luskin thanks to Krosif following him for a while, the group decides to head back to the inn to recover. Magdor and Nox fail to notify Volt of some of the problems that they caused and the fact that they are under house arrest. Nox goes off to buy some gear while Magdor and Vol attempt to sneak back into the inn. Magdor uses his cloak to look like a sack upon Vol's request, <laughs> and Vol submits himself to house arrest temporarily to rest up. They are given food and ale and told to wait for the captain of the town guard to arrive. Guard arrives and Vol does his best to explain the situation to him about his kidnapping while also revealing that Magdor didn't in fact leave. He totally left because he is found in the bath- bathroom conjuring and tinkering to fix his ball-busting arm. Nox decides that the best thing they can do is stroll back into the hotel and pretend that they didn't disobey orders to stay indoors. They're also quite rude to the staff at the hotel, thanking them for events out of their control, 
Goop is most <laughs> definitely getting kicked out now. Screw you, Nick. Ola is upset. Magdor doesn't see a problem while he's busy tinkering with his arm, and Nox seems to find as a yelling match ensues. <clears throat> Captain returns after some time to inform them that they're all free to go, and that there isn't enough evidence to do anything about the coin spinners. Captain also hands them some monetary compensation for all the trouble and bids them farewell. Group must now decide their next plan of action. Um, Nox and Magdor want to stay to finish the mission and retrieve the scroll, whereas Vol has had enough of this shit and wishes to head back to Neverwinter. Uh. I think, uh, and that's yeah, great job. Bed. As usual, inspiration point for doing the recap. Good job. Yeah, good job, Nick. Whee! Eloquently and neutrally put, as one should, as a judge of no bias. I loved the ball busting um, arm mechanic. Yeah, this mm-hmm. sounds like a legendary there. weapon Magdor should get the ball buster. <laughs> <laughs> Been used across the ball. Speaking in terms of neutrality, <laughs> objectively speaking, Nox was rude. So. True. Is the defiant part where I walked up to the guard and said, hey, baby? No, between the three of us when we were having that yelling match. Oh, there... It was more in reference to There was only one person having the yelling. No, I know. Okay. It's from the perspective of Vol. Yeah. (laughs) It makes sense. Okay, no, that's fair. I'm a big fan of writing our reviews. Everybody was yelling. Writing our reviews based on our characters. (laughs) I give you a one star. I give you a zero star Yelp review. You can't give a zero star Yelp review. <laughs> it has to be one star. Fine, one star. <laughs> Only give it one star because I couldn't give zero. Here are the reasons why. All right, There's Karen. no cats. <laughs> Man, you should have read some of the reviews that I had on my hotel. It was crazy. People are crazy. But anyway, guys, guys, um, look before- at this. Oh. Sorry, before we continue, I just wanted to confirm. Inspiration points only reset after a long mm-hmm. rest, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, us. Us. So let's look. Pick it up there. I'm going to hold up my arm. The ball buster's back. The ball buster's back. As I, like, look over my shield that I was currently, like, preening and admiring and from the, the couch. Welcome gonna back, kinda- door. Show it off, cause, cause I, I'm still not entirely there. After the guard captain came in, I kind of wasn't really part of the argument there, so I'm oblivious. So I'm gonna show him, be like, "Oh, I've made the decision to put a uh, Morden symbol on it because uh, if I have to fight naked again, I don't want to be without him." And that's the big change. This so mechanically, time it's like a holy symbol. Yeah. Love it. Be like having it on a shield. Yeah, I love it. Except it's on my um back of my palm. I don't it's know what that like is called. Almost full metal alchemist style where he has the Yeah, yeah. like Mustang. Yeah. I love Mustang. Anyway. What 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 do you think, Vol? I'm just gonna shove my arm in his face. Well, I guess up to his face. Holds <laughs> I can't remember if we start ended off. Uh, Vol was probably standing in frustration. Vol's just got his eyes kind of fixed on the horizon, just kind of like dead staring, thinking. Well, if you 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 injured your your, your arm in the uh, fighting pit, right? I had to trying to get uh, Mary to drink. Ugh. 
Listen, yeah. I want to leave. But I don't really want to do this right now. But I think I need I need to clear my head. Dwarf, do you know if they let anybody participate in the fighting pit? Uh you just you just got to be a criminal. Uh, I'm not, I'm certain that's not the case. This is a legal fighting pit, right? It's a criminal justice uh, system. I'm sure if... Well, by association, I've probably already been accused of something and I'm a criminal right here, right now. I, I got an idea if you want to try it. He's a smooth criminal. What? It, there's stands and um, cups. I could I could really use a souvenir cup and they're a bit too expensive for me. So you want me to steal one and then get caught, and then that way fight my way out? I got, I got another idea. If you want, I got a finger. You see, Knox put a hand on their face at this point. All I've ever heard about—it's just been you and that fucking finger. Where'd you find the finger? Uh, Krosov gave it to me. Why is Krosov giving you random body parts? We we thought it was yours. That doesn't look anything like me. That fucking bird's stupid. I didn't think it was your finger. Well, Krosov definitely thought it was my finger. Can you talk to Krosov? I don't want to at this point. What the? He's mine. Uh, but if, if you... It's not done anything useful for us. If you really want to fight, I can... Take you there. You take that I'm back sure they let you fight. Krosov is an essential part of the team. He was our third. Lead the way, dwarf. And then, but I need your, a I need your word. Scout, a, a finger after finder, fight, even a father. Get our scroll. The only reason I want to fight is to clear my head so I can think. I just. And, all right, let's go. I'm sorry, Krosov. Let me kill something, and then I'm, and I'm sure. Oh. Let, let me tell you something. I'm going to beckon him down to whisper, but it's not going to be that much of a whisper. Equal's going to lean down. You, you should ask Knox to help you out. Wait. Wait. Backdoor, are you telling me that you didn't fairly win that fight? I'm just going to turn around and walk out this way to the fighting pits. Magdor, didn't you mean that I helped you get into the mess in the first place? It seems awfully weird to assume that I would uh, assist one of my team members from almost certain death. No, I, I was talking about when uh, Nox bet on me, and so we knew I'd win, and we got lots of money. I see. What did you do with this money, Nox? Oh it, yeah, we're supposed to split it. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't remember the part where we said we were supposed to split it. As I do like well, this weird uh, Frieza pose and show my chain mail and shield and stuff and I go... <sighs> oh, I spent it all. Ah, well. And then I'm gonna look over at the bag that the captain got, uh, like, the captain left. Uh, well, we got something back. And how much is in the bag? Vold's gonna pick it up and look inside. Uh, it's pay for whatever you, uh... How much did you guys pay for the room? For the 
Vol put down 10 Lusk Yeah, gold. so you get the 10 gold back yeah. plus another 10. And I will uh, go and it's like, well, I didn't spend it all, but you guys can have what's left over. And I will put... Oh, no, that's fine. And then I'm going to give uh, Magdor five Lusk and gold. That puts me I at... I recovered some. 15. Well, I... I didn't spend any of my 10 for the hotel, right? Hotel cost the ten for the five days. All right. It was. I think it was just for the room, Magdor. I don't think they charge per person here. Maybe. Uh, well, they only uh, gave us one bed. I can't count my gold. It was uh, ten gold for the week for that one room. I'm at fifteen. Well, can we? Can we? Can I take? Can we bet with your money? I'm looking at Knox. No, we're not using my money anymore. Knox. Oh, you're looking at Knox. Okay. Use use their money. I'm we're no longer using my money. I uh, I mean and I'm gonna put uh thirty gold on the table here and I'm gonna count it off fifteen fifteen. I was like this guy's it's it's yours. You guys rightfully earned it. Alright, thanks. I'm not even gonna take <laughs> any consideration. Thanks for the money. Alright. This guy uh, well like, the payback for my share of the wagon at the very least. Bears fair, right? Right. Didn't you buy us rations? It's fine, we'll be able to... Are you ex- Well, we'll, fig- we'll figure out the money. Right. I'm being- Yeah, let's, let's go to the- I'm just place. restless. Let's, let's- Yes, For the please. sake of my character sheet, are you accepting the, the 15 gold nut, Nick? I'll take okay. it for now. Thank you, because I don't want to, like, type floating 15 gold on table. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> the stuff is worth its weight in gold. <laughs> yeah, this is my new right, familiar. So- it's just a floating sack of coins. So, head into the pits? Uh, guys, uh, we didn't get our long rest, I don't think, or I guess it is in the morning, isn't it? Okay. Magdor, could I see that Warhammer you won from the pits? Uh, I think it's around here somewhere. Uh, dig underneath the bed and pull out that third Warhammer. Ah! Here it is. Yes. Now I can fight with three. You you could. May- I, I don't even know or want to know where you'd put it. Like the the, the, the the ultimate move I can think is like a butt stomp or something, but then that would imply something more horrific than the gods themselves. Uh, you're right. I'll put it back under the bed. Okay, go ahead and put it back under the bed as I hide on the other side of the bed. Yes. <laughs> Just shove it back under the bed. And I'll pick it up on the other side. It's just a normal Warhammer, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just a normal Warhammer. (laughs) Warhammer plus five. (laughs) I look at the Warhammer and I kind of like give it an unnatural toss in the air and I go, Oh, I can do that now. That's cool. Thank you, Raven Queen. Well, are we going or not? I thought you were already gone. We gotta catch up to you. You were supposed to lead me back to her. Vol's yelling oh. from, from downstairs. Oh. I don't know how to get there. Man, I've never been a babysitter before. This is going to be so excited. Very exciting. <laughs> All right. 
heading out, uh, I catch up to Vol and I say, all right, let's go. And we're walking to the pits. Yeah. Mag- Magdor, I, you know, it was a big joke, you know, being pregnant with sausage, but I didn't think I ended up with a big baby after this. Me or Vol? I- I'm talking shit to you in clear uh, hearing distance of both of you. That doesn't answer my question. Uh, I'm t- talking a lot of shit for somebody in sword swinging range. <laughs> All right. Yeah, don't worry. I'll be upset to you or right, two. Uh, are you are you coming with us, Knox? Barry? Yep. Yep. All right. This way. Start walking. <laughs> I'm just I'm just teetering along. Just I'm following. To, it's kind of like that thing where you know your husband's in a bad mood, so you just let him kind of drink uh, his sorrows away situation. You're not my husband, thankfully, but it's like it's upsetting almost to watch like what's happening here. But I want to make sure to be there in case uh, things go aw- awry. Uh, as we walk, I'm going to talk to Vol. Like, all right, you know, they strip you down and no weapons, right? No weapons. How do, how do we fight then? How what's the uh, procedure? Uh, the one falls from the sky. Oh. Okay, so one weapon, two fighters fight to the death. No, I. They got some. It's fair. They got some big boys over there. It's fine. All right. We're there. Cool. We're walking. Wow. So you make your way uh towards the fighting pits. On the way, you notice, uh, as it is kind of now, like, it's probably around midday, um, the fighting pits, uh, the, the prisoner's carnival, as it's known, um, is a little more busy than you remember it before. It was always full, but now it's, like, full. Um, and basically what you're kind of gathering from the crowd is you kind of the people that are around it as you move closer and closer is that basically they've shipped in especially dangerous criminals to fight um, and this How this happens every once in a while um, when because because on the sword coast you know it's like do they just keep these guys in cages or do they you know potentially allow you know them to kill each other off and then you know just by by proxy they're going to end up you know getting rid of more of the bad people on the sword coast and maybe the ones that win will be so thankful for their freedom that they may be reformed or whatever the idea is to kind of whittle down the numbers of folks that are doing bad things and so um it seems as though it's bustling they are red they've got a lot of big fights uh and as you guys kind of walk closer to a point where you can see you see what looks like like a two-headed giant, but it's not quite as big as a giant. Um, fighting a like like a like a really battle-hardened orc, and the orc is like up on both heads, pulling them back and strangling, and then it gouges the eyes out of one, and then stabs the other one in the head as it falls to the ground, and he screams at the crowd, and he's just gashed with scars and the crowd roars and money gets changed um so it's obvious that you've come on a day where you may be tested a little more than previously um a duragar will not be the most difficult foe you'll face today 
if you decide to go in. All right, let's just go home. This seems a little bit too much. Uh, wow, Vol, look at the way that orc is just, I've always like, known Vol is one to back down from a challenge. <laughs> um, in actuality, Vol's going to lean down a little bit to Magnor. Did you just see that orc <laughs> destroy whatever that creature was? He ripped his eyes out. I want to fight that orc. <laughs> Bru- let's find a guard, quick. Guard! Oh boy. There's a couple guards we'll just nearby. Gonna walk around yelling. Oh boy. Yes, sir. Guard, I want to take part. All right, just head over there. And he points over towards where Magdor was taken. Um, he's like, of course. And he starts to walk you over there and he says, of course, you'll have to sign waivers that say you'll know, you know, we're not responsible if you die. That sort of thing. Right, right. No, this Most seems people fair. don't willingly put um, themselves you know. in, but we can't, you know, we don't want to say no if you want to kill some bad guys. I, that's, honestly, that's all I want You're to do. subject can, to the same we... rules. We'll take all your weapons and armor. Uh, sometimes the fights will give a prerequisite as, you know, like, if you were to fight a creature that had natural weapons, we may give you one to start. Do, Understood. Do they, do they ever do, um... 3v3. Uh, sometimes 2v2, but I don't know if 3v3's ever been done before. Something keep him on, then. Might be interesting. I'll bring it to mm. the... Magdor, you feeling up for a bout? Uh, wh- wh- what about Mary? I already got to fight once. Oh, no, it's fine. This is, this is, uh, this is a fight with weapons. Not allowed to use uh, magic. Uh, I do have my hands now. This is a true natural competition. Let, let me ask Mary. I'm looking around for Mary. Are you nearby? <laughs> I'm right next to you guys. I like, <laughs> like my I eyes are bulging. Right <laughs> like everything is surreal at this point. It's like <laughs> I just lost Bull for two days, and after finally finding him. He immediately wants to put himself into a death match to clear his frustrations. It's like, th- is this what Chi-Chi feels like? <laughs> I think so. so oh, I'm, Chi-Chi, I'm come on. I just want to well, fight uh, someone that can destroy the whole universe said, with a snap of the fingers. Nobody ever said Vol was a good father. So. <laughs> Mary. That's true. That's Nor actually Goku. very true. Mary. <laughs> can, I, can I fight with him? I mean, you, you understand? Oh, fight with him? Or fight with him. with him. No, no, not against him. With him. I'll say, I don't want you killing him, okay? No promises. Oh, the dwarf could never kill me. See, he, he's, he's cocky <laughs> and he has a death wish. He's clearly going to die this... Wait! Wait! Magdor! If you fight with me, I can toss you. Well, that's what I'm trying to get. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, here, I'm gonna turn no, to Mary. No, no Mary. I'm gonna turn. Do you want to fight with us? I'm gonna turn to Mary and I'm gonna show my hand with the symbol. It's like, I can heal him if I'm in there. I can be help. Glenn asking as a player yes. to the DM. Part of the hex warrior feat, or mm-hmm. not feat class feature, uh, gives me proficiency with uh, martial weapons, including the warhammer. Mm-hmm. However. Uh, in order to begin using my charisma modifier, I need to take a long rest with said weapon. Okay. Will you allow an exception this time, or would you say no can do if you fight, you're going to um, have to do with magic? Well, if they I, take our I, stuff away, I'm going to be stripped down to useless. 
yeah, your your stuff will be taken away from you. Um, you think I'll be able to keep? No, no. They said they took uh, arcane focuses away too. So, would I be down to anything that doesn't use materials then? Um, they might be willing, especially because obviously it is a contest that pits your skill against someone else's, and if your skill is not martial. Um, and you can't defend yourself without a weapon. There's a, there's a likelihood that they may allow you to keep like your component pouch. Possibly I'm hiding my shield, my chainmail, my warhammer. Oh man, I have, I have no way of fighting melee. All right, hey God, God. Yes, sir. Hello. We want to do a three v three, but my friend's got to keep her magic. <sighs> well. I'll bring it up to him. Just give me a few minutes, all right? Enjoy the next fight. Uh, and can we can we do a a one d two to bet on this fight? One d two. What do you mean by that? Just flip a coin on bet on this fight. Evens or odds to decide what on this next fight uh, for betting. Oh, I mean, it's gonna be an odds based thing. Depending on what you're going against, you'll have. I think he's trying to decide no, no, I mean, between for... getting Vol and Magdor, and Nick still can't hear you, uh, and uh, basically trying to convince who's going to uh, lay down the money to make a bet on us. Oh, no, no. I was saying the guard told us to Just enjoy the, the fight next that's fight. Going down. Yeah. Uh, oh, the fight you... that's happening that we're watching. Oh, Can you want to bet on, on this fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me figure out who it is um, after I get this thing knocked out real quick. Um... Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think that. And if do. you have someone that you you want to win, you can just call them opponent one or two for bets, and then yeah, bet on um, one of them. I think what we're gonna end up doing. Let me see. I thought it was a three v three at this point. Ours well, is. Well, yeah, yours is. We're yeah. talking. We'll do that. Um, ooh, what the heck is that? Weird. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun. Um, so basically, the, you guys relax, um, and they announce the next fight is going to be between a devil and a demon. It seems for this fight they are pitting, you know two creatures of a different realm that have committed crimes in this place um, and within the context of this you see a couple mages come out um, and they they arcanely charge the bars so they're a little stronger um, and you see a couple priests come out and bless them and place like rain like rings around it as to be a little extra security in keeping devils and demons inside and they uh they put two um, portable holes in there and open them up really quickly and then run out. And then this giant, like, gorilla-like creature with orange hair and another one, uh, and out of the other one comes, like, a, like a lanky one with spines coming off of its back and arms and elbows and shoulders and face. My um, And they immediately proceed to try and rip each other apart. Um, and... Uh. What's I'm going to hail down a guard. Oh, I want to bet five gold on the demon. The demon is the orange one. He the says, the oh, one. oh, the, no, the lanky one. 
Or the barbed devil. No, no, devil. the lanky one with the spikes. Ah, right, the barbed devil. All right, how much? Uh, five gold. Five gold. You? Uh, and he kind of looks at both uh, Knox and Vol. Five on the other one. All right. I'm all cleaned out. This is here for show for me. Well, enjoy the show, ma'am. And uh, they take your bets. Uh, it is an even bet either way, uh, because they don't really know how to bet for these guys. So if you do win, you'll get your money back and, like, a gold. So, like, it's going to be pretty... Uh, it's not going to be a big gain yeah. either way. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the fight begins and goes. And I'm going to roll two d20s. And whichever one rolls the highest, because they have the same challenge rating, uh, is the one that wins. And so the yellow one is the Barul Gura, which is the monkey one that uh, Nick uh, bet on. And the clear one is Barbed Devil. And the back door. Have you ever seen any creatures like these? No, but I want to fight them too. <laughs> uh, to be a challenger in that pit. <laughs> so basically, as they fight... Um, it becomes pretty clear after a few of the barb devil's barbs get wedged into the Barogora that the Barogora is just a little chunkier. And in this close combat, it has the upper ground massively. Um, and because the cage is blessed, the, 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 the barb devil can't climb on the cage. It tries a few times and it burns its hands to try and get away. Um, and it just gets dismembered on the stage. Uh, as the Barogora wins, and well, hey, good show! You see that, Magdor? He just yeah, ripped into pieces. Hear, and then it just runs and tries to start breaking through the cage to get out at you. And uh, some like priests come out and start to like chant, and they suppress it, and it kind of like retreats back into the portable hole, and they come out and close it off, and then walk off, um, divvying out the winnings. So you get six gold back. After I guess you'll buy drinks tonight, then, huh, Vol? Of course. Just, just for just for the three of us. I didn't mean that for everybody else. It's just the three of us <laughs> that I'm buying drinks for. Um, just to make sure I understand, did we just bet ten gold and one six out of it, like in a guaranteed setup here? I I lost. No. Fan square. No. Backdoor bet five gold. I bet five gold, but I won. So we didn't bet ten gold together. I look up at Vol. Go on. No, that's it. That that that's what happened. I see. I lost fan square. Um well, after you, like right after great. you get your stuff to uh right after you get the divvying out the guard that you had spoken to about trying to do a three V three, uh comes back and he says, Alright, I've talked to the jailer. It's not a precedent, but he's not against it, and they've got plenty of extra prisoners today, so um if you're down, I mean it's life or death, as long as you're okay with that. Backdoor? Grab Mary, let's go. M uh, Mary? Uh. <sighs> well? If, if we do this, will you do what Magdor and I probably should do, and technically you should do? And take care of unfinished. Do you think this will get your bloodlust out? Because this is ridiculous. Oh, we'll figure it out later. Let's just do some killing first. These are criminals, after oh. all. And Vol's just gonna lead off and try to start following oh the guard. Oh, my mother. 
You know, Some of these are monsters, not necessarily criminals, but they are evil monsters who have killed people or hurt people. Ah, as long as I get to kill. You know what that's like. Wolf. Would, would a guard know what that's like? <laughs> I mean, I'd rather him do it in there than out in my streets, you know? That's fair. It's what this is for. They're pulling these creatures right. out randomly from the abyss and the nine hells at this point. I mean, there's thousands of those things where they come from. Yes, but the accomplishment, the accomplishment of slaying one. Oh, the stories we could tell. <sighs> I'm down. Let's go. I'll get the kazoo ready so I can sing, you know, <laughs> send a coin to your ranger. <laughs> All right, guard, how's this going to work? Come um, on. Are you going to send us in there with nothing? All right, let's go. Back door, Mary. All right, and I'm going to start stripping down as I walk in. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, not yet. Uh, just come on in first. Oh. All right, all right. Uh, I, I'm going to so, start nervously <laughs> shuffling in, I guess. Jeez. He says, you wield a sword, yes? And he points at you, Vol. Yes, yes, two swords, ideally, but I'll take whatever you'll give I'll me. give you one. Um, and then he says, he says, we'll give you one. Actually, talk to the jailer. And the jailer is like this, like, old, old lady. And she's like, welcome, young man. So you want to fight? Three versus three. Ambitious. Yeah, I figured we'd put on a good show and then we'd also get some exercise. You know what I mean. Now in a three versus three fight, it will get chaotic. It will be tight. The, clo the quarters are close, even for one versus one. So be it. You must be bonded very well to have joined in to come into this, because it will not be easy. And you are willingly entering, so I must make sure you understand the risks. Aye. Aye. All right. And he, she, uh, she pulls out several papers and says, Please read these thoroughly. If you agree and give up your rights for the fight, understand that you may not walk out alive. And I would not want to see three able-bodied good men, well, and she looks at Magdor and she says, some of you, good men and women, go in and um, lose their lives. So please take some time to contemplate, but know that if this happens, we will make some concessions because of the nature of the creatures that you will be fighting. You will not go in with nothing. Understood. Um, could I get a quill, please? Yes. She puts the ink pot towards you. With, it has three, has five feather quills in it, so you can pull them out and do with as you please. There's little flowers on the end. <laughs> Vol knows how to read and write, but he's not very well versed in okay. writing. So it's kind of like a scribble, and he just scribbles his name <laughs> on there. Like, vo. Uh, Magdor's gonna pick up a pen and look over and write Vol as well. He doesn't know how to write. He's like, oh, that must be what I need to do. <laughs> she um, says, Vol, guess... you, you said, are you both named Vol? No, I'm Vol. Oh, Magdor. Then why didn't you write that? I don't know how it's spelled. Here, just I'm write it in Dwarvish. Anvil. Can you can you write in oh, Dwarvish? Yeah, yeah, yes, Please, yes. Do this. Uh, this is so, fine. 
Just be your mark. Line, triangle, uh, X, square. Good. That's Magdor. Perfect. And you. I'm a minor illusion, like reading glasses on Krosov as uh, I'm like, all right, you're the lawyer now. You're a crow of many traits. Let's read this together. Nox is terrified. Uh, they just saw a devil and a demon just go at each other, and we're going in it like it's a carnival ride. And I'm going <laughs> to begin reading it. Is there any, like, thing that would throw me off beyond the usual, hey, if you die, you're fucked, uh, you know, if you, if you win, but something happens, uh, this happens. Is there anything that I would deem extra, like, um, kind of weird loophole stuff. I mean, are you, what are you looking for specifically as far as contingencies go in the contract? Whatever there are in the contract. Uh, <laughs> she said read the, the contract. I'm going to do just that. Okay. Um, is it more than just a simple liability va uh, waiver? I, I Effect think what, no, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty standard. It's like if you choose to enter this, you give up your right to be alive. If you if you don't survive, that's not their fault. That's basically all it's saying. There's no other like weird little subcontracts that are gonna cause or clauses that are gonna cause you to end up like losing or having to be like in servitude or anything. It's since you're willingly entering, you only have to do one, and uh. This contract does have an amendment at the bottom that allows for you to be given items outside of uh, what you would normally bring in, because these fights are normally just, like, to the death with a weapon that they drop in. But they're going to give you... It seems like they're going to give you something. I'm going to look away and sign it. Okay. I'm just going to sign it. Like, uh, like this is almost shameful and frightening, but I'm going to commit to it. Okay. I'm going to look at the jailer and hold up my Warhammer and say, Can I keep beautiful with me? Um, do you have another way to bring in a, do you have another way to bring in your holy symbol? Uh, I looked down at my hands like, uh, yeah. Bring How it back. You? All right. Good, 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 good. Very good. Now, one of the things Great. about this that is going to be different is partially because of the fact that we will make plenty of money off of this fight because this is something that is unprecedented, is that we will be giving you each an item that I believe works with what you tend to do. You like to hit things, you like to cut things, and you like to cast spells. Yes? I don't know how you know I, that. I, okay. I believe so. Are you, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, miss, are you... What nature is your arcane gift from? Do you study? Do you do you receive, you know, nature gifts? You have a patron that you serve. Are you a wild magic sorcerer? It will determine the nature of the item that is given to you. I, I look frantically at the contract to look for the clause where they survey us immediately after they sign it. It's like, ah. I, uh, <laughs> like, it just, like, immediately sweat because uh, they weren't expecting this uh, question. Vol, what would you say that I do? 
Honestly, I have no idea. The realm of magic is far beyond my comprehension. Um, that, people. Uh, yeah. uh, Miss... Miss Jailer, hmm. I, I, I point at stuff and stuff shoots out. Uh, are you a sorcerer? Are you a warlock? Are you a wizard? Are you a druid? Sorcerer. Sorcerer. You're a sorcerer? Okay. Thank you for not calling me a wizard, because those guys are fucked. I thought. <laughs> I will... F- now, now, Mary, I understand you're nervous, but there's no need to be rude to this kind of thing. I, I, know, I, I understand the sentiment. Don't worry. She hates wizards f- too, Vol. No, they we are just sometimes... Wizards. They are sometimes uppity, which I understand. Now, here is the thing. Like I said, I'm finding things that will be useful to you because you'll be going in against things that have an inherent advantage because they themselves are of their very nature powerful. They do not need items to fight you. So... Ah, fantastic. You'll be given these items now. If you survive, you keep them. Okay, I'm in. Oh. <laughs> and... So on top of our lives, we get to keep these? That sounds like one hell of a deal. So one of these items I will give to you, tall man. And she goes and she gets, uh, she brings up like a long box. Up. Well, I mean, it's not long. It's like three or four feet long. She sets it. It's long compared to her because she's like four feet tall. She sets it up there and she's, she opens it and turns it towards you. And you see this beautiful, beautiful scimitar. Um... And she says, this is what is called a sword of sharpness. Now, I will give you time to spend time attuning to this item, as it does have magical properties. But. Um, like I said, if you survive, you get to keep this. Um, actually, really quickly. Volt's gonna pick it up and... Really quickly. Let me see something really fast. I apologize. There may actually be something more catered to you here. No, I think that's... Let me see. Oh, fuck. Uh... Ooh. She says, you have a choice. Between this one and this one. And she pulls out... uh, This one has just a very ornate sheath. um, And... She says, this is what is called a dancing sword. If you spend time with it and learn its ways, you can command it to fight without your hand at its hilt. The Sword of Sharpness has the ability to lop off limbs with ease. The Dancing Sword gives versatility. Which one would be more interesting to you? Huh. Um, could I, could I just wield, carry both, get a feel for the blade, and then you can tend to my friends? Sure. Take some time while I talk to your friends. And Vol's just gonna... And then Vol's just gonna pick up both and just go off to a corner and then just inspect and then twirl sure. around. Sure, go ahead bit. and take some time. Yeah, look those up. See which one looks more appealing to you. Um, for you, I wanted to give you some options because there wasn't as many options at this rarity of magic item. Uh, but for you, the two of you, I think it's a little easier. Um, mm. Then she goes over to Magdor and she uh, she says, 
He's he's bustling. He and he, he, she, he does magic items. She goes to a chest and pulls out a hammer that's as tall as she is and drags it to you and sets it in front of you because she can't really lift it. She can only drag it. She says, this is what is called a dwarven thrower. It is only attunable by a dwarf, which is why it immediately came into my mind when I saw you. So it is very powerful, and if you throw it in combat, it will return to you. Also, it is very powerful. Does this suit your needs, Master Dwarf? Magdor's on the ground. He's fainted. <laughs> she says, I think that works. Now on to you. What is your name? Uh, hi, I'm Mary. Mary, you should not be so timid. I see a power in you. There is an aura about you of great energy. I know that you will be fine. I'll make mother proud. Good. Now. And uh, she says, do you mind if I hold your hand for a moment? Lex goes, beg your, beg your pardon. Just for a moment, sometimes to pair a magic item with a person of a magic nature, because these men wield things of, you know, might and magic. It's easy to see because he wields a sword. I give him a sword. He wields hammers and warhammers. I give him a warhammer or a hammer. For you, sometimes it is a little harder to place exactly what would be good in your hands. May I? And she puts her hand out. Her little hand, at four feet tall, puts it up to you. I've seen cute shit do horrible things, Glenn. You're not going to make me fall for that one. That you can make an insight check. I mean, she uh, is just... I, I was just kidding. I was trying to make a oh, joke okay. at that. Okay, I was but like, hey, it, I was like it, it, make an insight check if you want. <laughs> sure, I got a 19. Yeah, she really does just seem to want to pair the right thing with you for this to make you as well equipped as possible. She reminds me of my grandma I never knew I had as I put my <laughs> hand into uh, her hand. Her hand, despite being like liver spotted and, and bony, is warm. And you feel energy kind of course through as she closed her eyes and she kind of like goes, oh. Huh. There is much I more to you than you let on. And she takes her I hand away. a shit eating grin. And she says, there's a smile. Confidence is key, my young one. And she goes and she grabs two things. One uh -oh. of them is a, a, a beautiful looking silver kind of platinum colored staff with a simple head at the top. It's got some simple engravings and she holds it up. And then she brings also a rod. Um, let me make sure I know what this thing looks like. Uh... Oh, cool. There's no picture. Great. Um, the rod is lovely and ornate. Um, it looks like it's made of like an obsidian kind of with a Ooh. purplish gem held in the top. Um, and she says, this is called the rod of the Pact Keeper. It is for people who serve others who need to serve them better. And this is called a staff of power, both of which great in their own rights but 
you must choose which one is more catered to your style of magic. Not me. And she hands them both to you. Okay. Uh, I'll put the shield to my back and uh, accept both and I'll start looking at them bewildered because uh, when when Nox casts magic, they they use their hands. They've never channeled, channeled it through you know an instrument before and so it's been raw mm-hmm. powered. So the idea of channeling it through something besides themselves as the conduit is almost bewildering uh and i'll I'll start looking at them and glenn does Mm -hmm. the staff need to be held in both hands or just one just one okay uh um yeah and so and then she says i will leave you for a moment here yourselves to discuss which ones you would like to keep among your well, just the two of you, because he's still really excited about that hammer. <laughs> and she steps out of the room and says, I'll be back in about an hour. Just enough time for you to decide and attune to which one you choose. She gives you a wink and then closes the door. Vol standing in a corner twirling around the scimitars. Vol's chosen. Eddie's just kind of like, ah, this feels good. He says, Dwarf, what did which you one get? did you choose? I, I'm, I'm taking this... The sword, sword of sharpness. It is okay. And is it a? Is it um, for the sake of uh, rolls? Is it a scimitar? Um, right. Sword of sharpness can be any weapon that deals slashing damage. So yeah, scimitar is probably the closest thing to your short sword. Um, so as okay. long as that's okay, I, I just figured it was kind of the closest yeah. thing. Um, and all of the effects that are listed on the magic item, you spend an hour with it and choose to attune to it. Is all it is. Okay. So a regular scimitar for my attack rolls. And so you um, put the uh, I, other one back, right? Cool. Yes. I have a quick question for mine. So mm-hmm. I understand it deals damage, and then when I throw it, it deals an additional damage. Is um, that the secondary damage, or? Um, no, that's how much damage it deals. It, there's it would de- if you throw it, it deals that much damage. Not in inclu- you don't add your strength modifier. It just deals a flat amount of damage. When you throw it, okay, yeah. Unless it's a giant. It was just, <laughs> yeah. It was just confusing. This is it deals an extra one d eight damage. So I just didn't get oh, that. It is an extra one d eight. Yeah. So it's an extra one d eight. So when you so throw if it, it's I throw actually it deals two d eight. So then, what's the one d ten that it's got for the secondary damage? That's not listed on the page. Oh, I just have it on a, oh, a roll 20. It might be 1d8 or 1d10 because it's versatile listed on that. But on here, I'm looking at the D&D Beyond website. It doesn't have it listed as versatile. Kay. So I would say it's just 1d8 um, unless we... And then if I throw it, Wait, 2d8. no, it is versatile. It has the versatile tag. So it's 1d8 or 1d10. But when you throw it, it can only be thrown one-handed feasibly. So it's 2d8 damage when you throw it. Oh, so secondary is if I two-hand it? Yeah, if you two-hand it, but you okay. have to do that in melee range. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. So you wake the dwarf right. up, and he... You can pull yourself up by the hammer if you want. <laughs> I'm going to. I, I have to attune to this, right? I can't just throw it now. Mm-hmm. Would I know that? When you attune yeah, to it, would. you would know how to use it. Uh, I've only heard legends of this. This hammer, it comes back. 
What do you mean it comes back like, like you throw it? Look. Uh, yeah, look, I'll throw it. Ah, like the like, we, we had a tale. Uh, one of our one of our old legends in our tribe is of a mighty uh, mighty giant who controls thunder with a with a hammer that he tosses around to slay his enemies. We, we had a tale like that in my, yum, yum. my village too. Um, yeah. Uh, and as you guys kind of like what are the gush over these two new like toys, effectively that you have, you see Knox like just patiently looking between these two staves or a rod and a staff. Knox, how are you feeling? Uh, Knox? Well, <laughs> well, actually, I want to ask this. I know I'm, I'm sorry for keeping breaking immersion here as no, uh, the fine. player to DM. Uh. This is an incredibly powerful item for a level 5, which scares me as the player, if we somehow do survive this. Both of them are very strong, yeah. Are you certain that you want to give this to me? Like, I I hope this is like always in said, return. My policy as a DM is always to overpower my players and then just challenge them more. I would much rather you have cool shit and feel strong and then just get challenged more um, rather than, like... like constantly scrounging for your next plus one item you know so sometimes i'm gonna throw curveballs where you just get an opportunity to get things like this so yeah i'm totally sure okay because like <laughs> nox's eyes is dilating at this point but me as the player and like frightened at what this could do in the long run um i i know i probably already clarified this i want to clarify it again so i don't make this mistake when adding this here um, is it this? Is this a regular weapon or a plus one weapon for me? Um, um, it looks like it's normal. It is not a plus one or anything. Normal? Okay. It's just that when you roll a crit, you uh, you deal the normal damage right. plus. I can chop well, off no, a lip. You roll. You get. They take an extra fourteen slashing it's damage. Four d six. No, no. When no. you attack a creature uh, with it and roll it. a Sorry, twenty, they take an extra fourteen slashing damage on top of normal damage and if you roll another d20 and it hits 20 then you lop off a limb so it's okay. like it's yeah, like yeah, a vorpal sword now. light <laughs> it's a light vorpal sword because <laughs> on a vorpal sword if you crit you cut their head off like so uh also it looks like you can use it as a light source which is really useful um so yeah and if you hit objects you maximize your damage so if you hit, you don't even have to roll damage. You just whatever one one d six plus your strength is maximized. So you right. can fuck up damage, you know, things possibly chop off limbs, deal a little extra damage because it's extra sharp, um, or use it as like a magical torch. Uh oh, am I missing? Something? All right, sounds good. Uh, sorry. No, no, we're no, no. we're gushing over no, no. our items. Vol's happy. And Vol's just kneeling in a corner, and then he's going to start the attunement process, well, and he's also just going to mentally prepare. Sure. Well, I mean, all you have to do with the attunement process is spend an hour in close proximity to it, um, technically. That include being passed well, part out. Of, um, <laughs> part of Vol's preparation is just um, focus, mentally just getting ready. So, Nox, I know that they've had a chance to kind of, like, gush a little bit, but you're still making a choice. How are you feeling? I look at the rod, and it has the fitting style that reminds me of 
my mother, aka the Raven Queen, but when I look at this staff, it looks immensely powerful, enough to frighten, <laughs> yeah, past the, the character itself, uh, frightens the player too. I think I'm going to take the Staff of Power. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah, the Staff of Power is really strong. Yeah, um, it is. Well, the, the only it's, thing it's, about... because you The biggest thing, and I played a Warlock for a very long time, you know the, the regaining spell slot thing on the Pact Keeper? Yes. Which is a big deal for Warlocks, because, like, you only get, like, two or three... So I didn't know if you saw that because it's also oh I absolutely it's, did. It's a plus three rod of the Pact Keeper. Oh, that part didn't get mentioned. So uh, that means you you get a plus three <laughs> to spell attack and saving throws for your warlock spells. On top of being able to regain this spell slot. The the thing that's crazy about it, well, is everything you said. The only reason why I'm hesitant on that is because I'm a level one warlock right now. Mm -hmm. So I I have one spell that will do damage and that's you know <laughs> you can guess what the you know warlock staple attack uh, you know oh baby's yeah first you don't have very many warlock spells yeah so, so it's okay. like thinking like my first thought is hey I got to survive this fight whatever the hell Glenn's <laughs> about to throw at us <laughs> and so it's like do I focus on the thing I have one level in or do I focus on the thing I have four levels in and so sure absolutely I mean I'm not saying that it's a, you know, different choice, but you know, or a, uh, <laughs> an immediate choice. Yeah, the staff of power is fucking busted. It's really awesome. That's why I, I'm going to ask one last time. Are you sure? Take it. Okay, I take it. I go. Oh my! And you set the rod down, and uh, you feel like the power kind of like start to course through you as you spend this time, and it's kind of like. It's kind of like opening up a funnel into a floodgate, basically. The power that this is going to connect you to. All three of you. All three of these weapons immensely change your ability to affect the battlefield, defeat enemies, and, you know, do what you do. Um, and do you have anything you, I mean, want anything else you want to do during that time? Because, I mean, most of it should be spent very similar to what Vol is doing, which is kind of a meditative state with the weapon. Um, uh, but it's not... You can still, like, talk if you want. Because you have an hour. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm admiring my hammer. All right. You all spend time kind of, like, in different places, uh, doing your own thing to get accustomed to these new implements. Um... And then you hear a knock at the door. He says, hello? Can I come in? Oh, he, you yes. left. I didn't even know. <laughs> she opens the door. She says, wonderful. It seems as though you've made your choices. And she goes and gathers the other the, the, the other sword and the rod and puts them back in their respective, you know, receptacles. And um, says, now, you will have to remove your armor and give any other weapons other than... The ones that have been given to you. Is this agreeable? I stood. You may take your component pouch, young lady. Because obviously, in order to cast your spells, you will need it. You have an implement now. A powerful one at that. But, you know, 
it may be removed from you. So just like we give them a sword, you take your component pouch as well. Um, Did she say we're there's... giving up our uh, our armor? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to go in just like wearing street clothes effectively. So you strip down to whatever you wear underneath or like common clothes that you would have kept that you don't wear when you're wearing armor. Um, and she kind of goes by and inspects each one of you after you've had a chance. And there's a chest that holds each one of your things. And she goes, lock. And she hands the key to you for your chest so that nobody else can get into it um, except by illegal means. Um, I'm going to look over at Mary and try not to burn this one. <laughs> burn. Good call. Yes. Oh. Wait, when were we burning chests? Let's not talk about that. Hmm. <laughs> I, I thought you are an interesting trio. I wish you the best, as you will be facing off against some terrifying creatures. But sure. I think you can do it. Now, the one thing that you also get to do is that, based on the creatures we have chosen to fight you, uh, there have been betting lines set on this match. You have the opportunity to bet on either the enemies or yourself, though it would seem counterproductive to bet on the enemies, as if you are right, you will not collect on your winnings. I'll bet one gold on the enemy. The gold... The odds are 10 to 1 against you. I'll, I'll bet. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to keep the money when I leave. I'll bet it all. How uh, much? They take regular gold um, as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 29. Cool. So just write that down, 29. And then if you win, we're going to multiply that number by 6 and give you that much back. Uh, Mister, would you like to bet on yourself? I mean, if we die, we can't do anything anyways with it, and I'm going to rummage in my chest and pull out 43 gold. Wonderful. Very smart. Now, Mary, was it? Would you like to bet on yourself, or do you really want to put a gold on the enemy? I'll put a copper on the enemy and a gold on myself. Wonderful. Confidence is key. And um, <laughs> she says, if that's all, follow me. And she opens the door and starts to waddle out an opposite door from the one you came in. And you hear the chants and like the ground is actually shaking as you hear the crowd just cheering. Um, And they're just like, they're fucking excited, elated at what is about to happen. Um, Vol's restless. He's fucking, he's bouncing, he's... Um... <laughs> yeah, she leads you to um, a door and she says, When you hear the bell, open the door and go into the space between the gate. There's a small cage that leads to the gate that enters, and when you open it and close it behind you, it will be locked. You understand? Once yes. you are there, you only have each other to keep you alive. Okay. I'm rooting for you. Yes. As you should. You better, we will have merged victorious. You've been lost too, haven't you? No, I don't bet on the fights. Gonna wink. This is our bet, and I'm gonna hold up my sword. 
I like that. <laughs> this is her bet on us. If there's a chance to bet, Mrs. Jailer, now would be t- the time to do it. Sweetheart, you can call me Tamara. I like, uh, like eyes bulge at that name. Tamara? Yes. It Sounds was like my name great-grandmother's I've... name. Sounds like a name I've heard recently, actually. Well. Oh, Timora? Yeah. <laughs> mm. No relation? Yes. Second cousin? No, no, no. She is an ancient <laughs> deity. No relation, I promise you. I don't bet on luck. I bet on skill. And I think you will win. Thank you for your help. I would have done it for anybody, but I'm pleased that it was you. And she looks at all of you and says, I'll see you on the other side. She closes the door behind you and steps away. Hey, you see us on the other side. Uh, <laughs> you must be the goddess of death. I Listen. What she said was true. It was just the three of us out there. Watch out for each other and we'll, we'll be fine. It's just like any other job. Do it together and we'll get through it. Right. Don't fall asleep on it, fool. We'll do this together this time. Ah, oh, I am uh, asleep. Um, and you hear the <laughs> and you hear a bell ring, and you said, "The contenders emerge!" King, 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 king. Vol's gonna kick the door open. Kick the door open <laughs> if it's a door that's kicked. Yeah, <laughs> will you like prop it open just a little bit so that it's not latched, and then boom, you kick it open, and then uh, you can enter ah! into the. Vol's like <laughs> swinging his sword in the air. He's like, and then I'm gonna point back the ball buster. And then wait for Magda. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk out, and I'm gonna take my hammer, and I'm gonna throw it across and it's going to do a circle around the uh, arena and then come back to me. And they go, the ball buster! <laughs> and I'm going to look beautiful. up at Vol approvingly. And they scream. Vol is just <laughs> buzzing with excitement. And uh, Nox. And then, and then Vol's sorry. Vol's going to look back one more time. <laughs> the face melter! And they kind of look confused because nobody who knows who that is. <laughs> But they go, the face melter! <laughs> I stomp out and I lower the staff to the ground to cast minor illusion to give like a, a lion's roar. Uh, and cool. then I just kind of start pointing up to the skies and start casting firebolt. Yeah. Are awesome. you, you're in your half elf? Yes. Right now? Yeah, I'm a so little scoopy right now. Goliath and a dwarf come out and then, and Mary. And Mary. <laughs> and on the other side of the space, you see, um, as soon as you guys are done kind of like introducing yourselves and entering the ring, and then you see the them come out similarly with three separate portable holes. Several, like each portable hole has four people kind of holding each side of the kerchief, um, and they all come out, unwrap them real quick, and then book it, and then um, shut the door behind them. And they say, "And the contenders, evil creatures from the farthest reaches of Faerun. and from within one, you hear the roar of a creature 
that sounds similar to the lion's roar that you just kind of conjured. And from within, you see a humanoid, seven-foot-tall were-tiger um, that climbs out and just looks at you in bristles, its hackles raising. Um, and, uh, and it says, Prepare to eat your own flesh. And it screams at you. It has cuts across. That doesn't it. sound good. Yeah. No, why wouldn't um, you want to eat it instead? Are we not tender <laughs> enough for you? Do I lack fat? You furry I'm, piece of shite. I'll eat you. And he says, try with those lackluster canines. And then uh, from the other one, you hear like a sloshing. And like the sound of like slurping and like. It's an alcohol Tentacly sounds. Enters with nightmare. Okay, sorry, my thing paused for a second. Um, and from within, you see tentacles rip up, and this kind of like, if you imagine an unpainted clown, like, like you know what evil clowns look like, where they have like the really sharp teeth, but they've and their like eyes are super wide and big. Um, but you put that face on a round green body with tentacles coming off of it, and it, like. <laughs> crawls out of it and like gnashes at the the were tiger who moves tactfully to the side but keeps its eyes locked on you three and then it sees you three um recognizing something that has to defend itself and you can see it's it kind of like starts to slurp and slop around and the last thing pennywise cthulhu <laughs> a little bit pennywise or yeah pennywise cthulhu sure uh <laughs> Um, and then the last thing uh, is a this hole, and you, you hear the sound of hissing coming from deep within as a 30-foot giant colorful snake um, slithers its way out and starts working its way around the left side. So if you imagine on the left side from your right to left, right? Giant coral snake, weird-ass thing called a decapus, and then a were-tiger. <laughs> So it's got ten slippy arm things. Um, I'm gonna look over at the were tiger and say, "Hey, you got balls, and you're going to punch them, hey, ball smasher!" Everybody, roll initiative. Oh lord, the most decisive thing of our times. <laughs> All right, Magdor, what'd you get? I, get? I rolled a twelve. I got a fourteen, and I roll fourteen for Magdor. 11. Or 11. Nuts. Cool. So they all go before all of you. So this will be fun. Um, yeah. They're intelligent enough that they've been given like contingencies the of what they're supposed to do. Um, even the beasts understanding that they have to kill you to gain freedom. Um, so they are not fighting amongst themselves. But it's obvious at this point that they're not probably going to work together. So, um, but the first one to go is the were tiger who, um, charges. Now, where are you from left to right for me? Who's on the far left? Who's in the middle? Who's on the right? Or do you have some sort of other kind of like lineup? I thought I was I on the far right. I kind of figured, yeah, Vol was going to be on the left. Vol's uh, on the left. I guess I technically would be in the back between the two, I'm guessing. It's a little triangle Sweet. formation kind of. Right. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, being on the left and or the same side as the were tiger, it charges you first, Magdor. Um, uh, 
No, me. You're on. Oh yeah, you're on the left. on the left. Yeah, you're on the left. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. charges you all, um, and it is going to try and. It's gonna try and do some things. It first time it attacks you with a claw. What is your armor class, please? And remember, your armor class is now just ten plus your dexterity. Ten plus yeah. dex, so it's thirteen. It absolutely hits you, um, slashing at of you. Of course it does. Uh, dealing. Um, six slashing damage, um, and then it attempts to bite at the same arm uh, that it slashed at, and blah 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 blah. And you take twelve slashing damage or twelve piercing damage. Oh no no no! I'm sorry, it's a different dice. Oof. It's a different dice. Don't take that. Uh, ten. Ten piercing damage. Um. Oof. Okay. And. I need you to make a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Can I burn an inspiration to be yep, normal? you can. I'm burning inspiration. <laughs> Crit failed. With... Oh, no! Yeah, you have uh, wear tiger lycanthropy. You're a lycanthrope now. As you feel his bite inject something into your blood and you feel as though your actual physiology seems to be changing a little bit. Um, and you're, for a moment, your eyes kind of flash that, you know, almond slitted eyes and then they snap back. But something has changed in your actual physiology. Um, and that's the end of the were tiger's turn as it smiles and says, <laughs> now you're one of us. And then uh, now it is the Decapus's turn, and it is going to charge forward to the open target, um, not wanting to interfere with the uh, Were-Tiger. It's going to attack Magdor. Uh, as it swipes at you with its tentacles and tries to bite you. First attack is with its uh, tentacles. What is your armor class? Twelve. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. Oh, you take 14 spell. bludgeoning damage as it deals that damage to you and also grapples you. So now your speed is zero. Um, and then it tries to bite you, which is easier because it now has you grappled. And it does that. This is going to be tough, guys. As it deals... Oh, boy. Four piercing damage on the bite. <laughs> it bites you, and it's just like a little little nibble. Um, and that's the end of its turn, as it now has you grappled, and it's ten tickles. <laughs> it just tickles you. Um, and now it's the Coral Snake's turn, as it is going to... Let me see what its movement speed is. It does not have enough speed this turn to get to any of you. So it's going to dash, and next turn its target will be being clear. But it's just moving towards you. Because they started 30 feet away, um, and it's just about 30 feet to you, but it can't make an attack this round. Um, so now it is Magdor, then Vol, then Nox. 
Alright. Um, I had my hammer in my hand when we started the fight, right? So with this new hammer, I'm going to... I can't throw it if I, at the person I'm grappled at, right? They have to be a certain distance, okay? If you throw it at a creature that's grappling you, you're going to have disadvantage on the attack roll. Alright, I'm going to throw it at the Blair Tiger. Okay. And uh, as I'm doing it, I'm going to yell to Vol and be like, Can you cut this tentacle off me? And throw the hammer. Let me so make that's... sure of something real fast for you. Um, I just want to check something real fast based on the grappled condition. I don't think that... No, I'm thinking you're probably... Well, you're probably thinking restrained, yeah. probably, for disadvantage. Well, I just wanted to make sure you didn't have disadvantage on attack rolls. Yeah, Re grappled does not cause you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Thank unless God it's too. a ranged attack against a close creature. So, yeah, roll normally against this, uh, this uh, decapus. And it'd be 2d8. No, he's, he's, uh, I'm attacking the were tiger. Throwing it sorry, at the were tiger. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, were tiger. What'd you roll to hit? So it'd be 2d8 because he's yeah, ranged. Did, but did you roll to hit? All right. Uh, 27. 27 hits. <laughs> She's a piece. Right. Holy smokes. And then, so that's that. And I need to do one more 1d8. And remember, it's a plus three to hit and damage. So. For both 1d8s or just once? Well, I mean, it's for an attack, so you don't get to add a d8. Okay. Yeah, it's plus three so for that I deal attack. A nine damage. 2d8 plus your strength modifier plus three is nine? Yeah, I rolled a two and a two. What's your strength modifier? Two. Oh, man, that's rough. Okay, but still, nine damage is not nothing against the were tiger as it gets thwacked up against the side of its face. Um, and that's don't, do you have extra attack? I have a bonus action. Okay. Yeah, you. And I'd like to whack use... him, and then it returns back to your hand, still being grappled by the decapus. And I'd like to use. Uh, I'd like to use healing word. On myself. Okay. Go I'm ahead. Greedy. Go ahead and do that. Roll the stuff. You don't have to let me know. I trust you how much you recover. Unless there's anything else you want to do, we can go to the next person. Oh, and I, I cast that at level two, by the way. So thank you. Just just for your information. Danke schön. All right, and that's it. Awesome. Good job. Smacking someone up, asking you to cut the tentacles off. Um, and now it's Vol and Nox. So I've been bitten, afflicted by lycanthropy. Yes. I'm sure we'll discuss the ramifications of that in the uh -huh. future. But um, uh, this were tiger is in front of me. It's been injured. Backdoor asked for help, but Volt's not going to help. Um, Volt's going to attack the were tiger. Um, does a 17 hit? Yes, it does. Um. So, four damage. Okay. But, because he's already been injured, Colossus Slayer comes okay. in with an extra three. And now, Colossus Slayer, as I understand it, it's on every time it's I once hit. It's once per turn. Or just once per, t once per turn. Understood. Mm -hmm. um, God damn it, I forgot to do what I Hunter's wanted to Mark? do. Um, yeah. I, honestly, 
this is a crazy fight. You're dealing with a completely new magic weapon. If you want to retcon and go back a little bit, say you cast it and then add that damage, it's still going to burn the spell slot. It doesn't change much. You still hit. So if you want to do that, that's fine. Um, yeah, so I'd like to cast Hunter's Mark as well as I'm taking my first okay. swing. Um, and then that's an extra 1d6. So one. <laughs> so first swing, a total of eight. Eight yeah. damage. With Colossus Slayer uh, weapon I have damage extra and attack. Hunter's Mark. <laughs> All right. Um, and then I'm going to swing okay. again because I have extra attack. There's a 23 oh, yeah. hit. Uh, for a total of another four damage, and then Hunter's Mark again, which is I'm Hunter's Mark is the one that I every that procs every time, right? For another four, so another eight damage total. Okay. And I asked about the inspiration point specifically because since we reunited last episode, Vol's not taking a short rest, a long rest, a, a long you rest. Didn't sleep through the night, then you would have a level of exhaustion. No, because we met in the oh, morning. Oh, you did. Yeah, so you still have all of them. Yeah. yeah. And I believe three allows me to burn them for one more uh-huh. attack. And that technically procs extra attack again. Uh, so I'm going to do that. Taking the attack action again. All right, roll hit. Does it 13? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, they're not wearing armor for either. Seven, so. <laughs> for seven damage plus five, so 12. Okay. So that is a total of 28 damage that turn. Oh, you get to swing again. Extra attack. When you take the attack action. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, because it gives me an action yeah, again. It gives oh, you a, yeah. Then I'm going to swing so another, it's another turn. attack action, so you get to swing twice. Oh, man. Glenn just made a decision that will An- affect the ages. Oh, this is something I do all the time. Another so. 13. <laughs> 13 hits, yeah. Um, With another 4 plus 5, so 9. Great. Um, okay. So that's so. To recap, my first swing uh, with my sword, Colossus Slayer, and Hunter's Mark, uh, eight. Then my second swing with Hunter's Mark and so- sword damage, eight. Third swing, twelve with Hunter's Mark. Fourth swing, nine with Hunter's Mark. Hey, you dealt twenty-seven damage this turn. Sorry, not twenty-seven. Thirty-seven. No. Thirty-seven damage. Yeah. Yes. So you just fucking go crazy um, on this guy. Uh, and uh, Vol turns into a fucking whirlwind <laughs> of slashing. Um, and, and how tall is this where tiger? It's like seven feet tall. Vol's going to match his gaze. Tell him to back the fuck off. Yeah, cool. Uh, so you he challenges you and you challenge him right back. He hits you hard and you return it with a fucking haymaker. And now it's Nox's turn. Good job. Good job, fool. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Glenn, this thing can hold up to 20 charges. How many would you like it to start off with? Ooh, good question. Um, let me see something real Do fast. Do the recharge rolls. Well, the recharges happen at... Uh, just a second. That's okay. I think it may have full, stat- full charges because it has been used, but... Yep, it has full charges. It hasn't been used, so... All the charges. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm currently behind the team. I'm watching Vol get tore into, but then Vol is also equally tearing into this cat. Uh, some kind of tentacle creature currently has Magdor grappled, and I see a 
big ass uh, coral snake. Looks like I have no idea who it could be heading towards. It's most likely uh, headed towards you. <laughs> and uh, I go, all right. Three v three. Looks like everybody wants to. Oh wait, Magdor attacked the were cat. Everything's off. I'm gonna tap the the staff into the ground, and then I'm gonna cast a uh, wall of force. Okay. And I'm going to uh, put that into I, a foot. Yeah. Sure. I'm gonna let you know too. It does like the the where the enemies are is effectively where the snake is. It had enough movement to get to where they are. It's not back that far. So it's only about 10 feet away from you. Okay. So I uh, just want to make sure you had a vision, visual of that. Can I use Wall of Force to create a 15-foot spear to encompass the snake? Um, It will also encompass your allies. Because a 15-foot sphere. Because uh, you're doing Wall of Force. Yep. I can put it on the spot, and if the creature is on one side or the other, I can choose what side it's on. So I could hypothetically... Oh, it's a radius of up to 10 feet. So you could just choose to, like, well, isolate it. I, I, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know how big the snake is, you know, like, as a player, but... It's still uh, a I've, medium creature, so if you get a 5x5, five five, so it only has to be a 2.5-foot diameter sphere. But you could totally do that, absolutely. Okay. Then I, I want to put this thing into a motherfucking hamster ball, then. You do uh, that. Pull it out of the fight. And uh, that is going to be my concentration spell. Uh, I think Vol wants to duke it out with this tiger on his own, at least for now. And I'm going to start, uh, after I hamster ball this thing, I'm going to look over at the creature that's currently grappling... Uh, our boy here and uh i'm gonna say all right let's start the fun and i'm going to uh begin quickening a uh eldritch blast at this thing at the uh it's, the decapus right yes yep cool and so like all right and here you we have go. two bolts now right yes yes nice uh, so, I'm, let me see. I just need to double check to see. Quicken uses two sorcery points. Okay, just wanted to make sure I'm not, uh, you know, doing anything bad here. So, the first Eldritch Blast is going to be a 14. Hits. Hits. Oh, okay. And the second one is going to be a 16 to hit then, which hits. then hits. Yep. And, you, Since I gotta, and uh, this is just like, because I know this weapon has a lot, but you you have Agonizing Blast, right? Not yet. That's level two, Warlock. Oh, that's okay. level two onwards. But you get yeah. normally this is only one d ten or whatever it is for these. But you get to add plus two because of the staff. It's damage rolls. So. Oh, whoops! I accidentally rolled the third time. So <laughs> uh, that's going to be a total of uh, thirteen damage. Uh, force damage. Awesome! Awesome! Yeah. You loft to in expertly avoiding Magdor in the chaos of these tentacles wrapping him up and smack it a couple times. A few of them let loose aesthetically, but it's still grappling him. Um, and uh, yeah, and wall of force this snake to a point where effectively you've, you know, World of Warcraft banished it so you don't have to worry about it until you've dealt with the other ads. <laughs> for a <laughs> so minute, preferably, point. Yeah. Inspiration point for using that very creatively. Um, anything else for you? Did you want to move or anything? 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna sprint as far away as I can. Uh, so if you go, you could go between your allies and not provoke attacks because the thing is grappling him and the other one is uh, engaged in combat with your ally. So you could go through right or left, um, but either way, you're not going to get that far away. Uh, which way would you like to go? I'm going to try to keep myself in vision of Magdor. Okay. Uh, so basically, I'm going to run like behind him, but try to keep out of range of whatever this... Uh, frightening looking creature has for now uh okay but i'm gonna try to keep within uh whatever the furthest you say i can run away uh from this creature but still be you know within range yeah so you can kind of skirt the edge of this circular cage and get 10 feet to it and then 20 feet past it without provoking attacks and still keeping both of them in your line of sight along with the uh you know the wall of force retaining this snake Okay. All right. Good, Good job, Nox. Way to use your Thank weapons, you. guys. I'm really, really digging the aesthetic of your group right now. Um, and then we're back to the top with the Were Tiger, who sees that uh, your ferocity didn't necessarily need lycanthropy to enhance it. <laughs> um, but he is now effectively done with this shit. <laughs> and he is going to uh, look around and survey the area and see the sorcerer skirting the edge of the room and go, everybody has a weak point. And he uh, and he says, it's usually the caster. I bet he's tangy. And he just runs off towards uh, Nox. Does that, pro- does that provoke an opportunity attack? All right, uh, let's see here. Does a nine hit? No. So you miss. As he charges toward you, Nox, and he does have an extended speed in this form, so he moves a little faster than you're used to most humanoids moving, and um, charges towards you and is going to attack you with a claw and a bite. So first we have the claw. Okay. Does a fifth, sorry, 16 hit. It would, as I counter it with shield. Oh, with the I'm big hold, brain move! I'm gonna hold the staff as he claws at me. Watch as uh, you you crit next hit. Uh, what is your AC until the end of your next turn? Twenty. <laughs> yeah. And you included the Jesus. plus two from the staff as well, right? That is correct. I have nice. a plus three dexterity, and it gives a plus two to the from the staff, and with shield adds plus five. So oh I'm at twenty God. right now. So I, I'm gonna like <laughs> bad kitty, bad kitty. No, <laughs> no. And then he goes, nice. But can you handle this? Ha! And he tries to bite at you. Once he doesn't and bite I at the rolled. staff, biting it. Yeah, you, not the staff. He probably wouldn't be able to do it with the staff. I, I, I'm waiting for it, because I called it. I rolled a 24 to hit. Yeah, okay. That'll. I think that'll st- that'll get through the shield as he, like, breaks through the, you know, that portion of the shield. Aesthetically, yeah. obviously, shield's still yeah. active. But, um, and yeah. we're going to deal some damage with the bite. Yeah. Um, and I need you to make a con saving throw. Uh, can I take as the damage take, first? Just make me feel You take good. nine piercing damage. Okay. And Not make a bad. con saving throw of a DC 10, please, to maintain concentration on the wall of force. Okay, so we're doing uh, 
a concentration check for the wall of force first? Yeah. Okay. I uh, crit failed. Oh. So <laughs> that wall immediately goes down. <laughs> That's awkward. Uh, <laughs> and I'm assuming I need to make a second constitution effect. And this one will be for the whatever is now coursing through your veins as he is now monched on your arm. Right on I'm, your symbol. I'm going to use uh, my inspiration on this one. Uh, okay. Cause, and uh, you said disadvantage. So I believe that just gives me normal in this case. You don't have disadvantage. He had disadvantage because I crit on him with the attack. Oh, okay. Uh, I rolled a 21. Oh, you golden. You stave it off and just kind of push through it and shake him off. And uh, and he kind of growls at you with a little bit of your blood, and he kind of, like, licks it off of his canines. He says, tangy, just like I thought. Um, and now it is the Dickapod's turn, and it's going to continue to try and thwack on Magdor with advantage because it's still grappling you. Um, first with the tentacles that are not grappling you, I got a 23 to hit. <laughs> Close, but it hits. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one deals nine. Uh, oh, that was the bite. Shit. Let uh, me see something. Okay. Oh, shit. You are restrained. Okay. I mean, you could have forgotten that t detail if you wanted to, but yes, 15 bludgeoning damage. And then it's going to try and munch on you. Uh, this time, ironically enough, I rolled a 12 to hit. Uh, meat. Does it? It meets. It's, it oh, meets. it meets. Uh, and that is seven piercing damage. How's everyone doing on hit points right now? I mean, I'm squishy as Bloody. shit, so I'm, I'm fucked Bloody? up. Okay. I'm um, close okay. to half. So you're close to half. He's bloodied, and you've only taken one hit. All right. Very good. And after the decapus is done, uh, the coral snake, now free, looks around, and uh, honestly, it doesn't really know why it was imprisoned, because it's not super smart. So the two closest targets are going to be the two closest things that it can go after. All right. Magdor and Vol. Odds or evens? Uh-oh. Go odds? Then I'm evens. Vol, it's going after you. It slithers around towards you baby. and uh, pops around and is going to try and snap at you. Um, but it's not smart enough to try and gain tactical advantage, so it doesn't get any advantage for attacking next to the Lair Tiger. Um, it rolled a 12 to hit. Miss. All right. So it misses you as it snaps at you, but you see you gain the somehow gain the ire of this snake, despite not being the one that imprisoned it. Oh yeah, the were tiger's not there anymore. So that actually works out really well. Now you've just <laughs> you still can't move. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, now Magdor, it is your turn. Then Vol. So what exactly does restrained do? Restrained means that you have a speed of zero. Um, I believe. Here we go. Restrained. Your speed is zero, and you can't benefit to bonuses to your speed. You have disadvantage on attack rolls, and an attack roll against you has advantage if they're within five feet. 
if they if it's not within five feet so if it's a ranged attack against you it actually is disadvantage because of the restraining and the decupod is in front of me i mean it's What's restraining you it's a big te tentacly octopus doesn't have clothes <laughs> no clothes no. nothing all right <laughs> Um, it takes a full action to get out of the restraining, too. Sorry, I wasn't prepared. I'm going to break out of the restraint. Okay, go ahead. And this is what's known as a grapple check. Um, so you're going to make an athletic or acrobatics check to try and get out of the restraining. And it is going to make an athletics check to contest that. Um, All right. Now, skill checks and saving thrones don't have disadvantage, so you don't have to roll a disadvantage. It's just attack rolls. Um, rolled a, I rolled a 10. It rolled a 5. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's slithery, slippery tentacles, because they don't have a lot of suction cups, uh, slip off of you as you get out. Did you use athletics? Uh, I used acrobatics. Acrobatics, so you like fucking backflip out, yeah. Um, you're still within five feet of it, um, but right. you are now no longer restrained or grappled, so you have all your speed to you. And I have my bonus action still? Mm-hmm. All right. I am going to look around and see that all of my friends are hurt or being hurt. You're or definitely the most hurt. Time. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm going to cast Mass Healing Word. Is that a bonus action? Yep. Awesome. Casting time, one bonus action. And you can include yourself and in I'm that, right? And I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do me, Vol, and uh, Nox, and then the lady up in the stands. Okay. Bearing us on. Just for no reason. For flavor. Uh that's that it. Um, hey. Tyler, would you roll a D twenty for me and just tell me what it is? I don't know why you can't do it to make me suffer this. I rolled a fifteen. Okay. Thank you. No problem. And I max that out, so I heal everybody for seven. Nice. 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 <laughs> and that ends yes. my turn. Good job. So you don't want to move away from this creature at all. Correct? It'd be attack of opportunity, wouldn't it? Probably, yeah. No, I'll, I'll stay here. Okay. All right. After Magdor, it's Vol, then Nox. Uh, Vol's going to bolt at the were uh, tiger. He's going to take the opportunity okay. attack. So the snake tries uh, to bite you as you move by. Whee! Does a 19 hit. 19 hits. Okay, you take nine piercing damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. On saving throw. Yep. Or get snake-like. Seven. What? Seven. So my concentration ends. Oh, no, no, no. It's a constitution saving throw. You don't have concentration on anything, do you? Hunter's oh, mark. it has concentration? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so that ends... Um, now make a constitution saving throw against the poison coursing through your veins. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, 19. <laughs> okay. You, you, you lose concentration on Hunter's Mark, but immediately kind of steal yourself against the poison and are not affected. 
Um, now, continue your turn. <laughs> and so you said you wanted to run up to the were tiger, yes? Um, you yes. would be flanking I with am going Nox. To... Not wittingly. I'm going yes. to cast Hunter's. <laughs> I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark again on the Were cool. Tiger. Um, and I'm going to take a couple of swings here. Let's with see. With advantage. Um, first swing, twenty. Hits. Hits for eight damage plus Hunter's Mark six. Uh, 14 so far, plus I'm going to use Colossus Slayer now, plus another 6, so 20 damage. Jesus. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to extra attack, swing again. Okay. Uh, does an 18 yes. hit. Um, so that's another 5 damage, plus Hunter's Mark 4, so 9 damage. 29 damage total in those two Okay, attacks. yeah, so... Vol comes to the rescue effectively to try and assist you with this uh, Nox understanding that you're not really a melee combatant. <laughs> Usually. No, Vol just wanted to fuck, fuck oh, up that tiger. tiger. He wasn't thinking of Nox okay. in this case. No. Well, Vol's consumed. Nox, it looks like Vol's consumed with. <laughs> yeah, Vol's consumed with the fight and the bloodlust and frustration and that were tiger fucked and him up. And something animalistic coursing through your veins favor. now. Mm. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Uh, good job. Yeah. All right, Nox, your turn. Cool. <laughs> well, I was terrified, but now that my my pseudo father, the Were Tiger Goliath, Were Goliath, uh, not that I would know that. Uh, I kind of look and I go, "Well, thank goodness you're here, full. This would have sucked." doesn't say anything that's uh concerning uh, i mean he's then, not gonna respond because it's your turn true i am going to burn another uh charge and try to cast a spell on uh our boy here okay uh i'm going to try to do uh hold monster oh okay so what is your saving or your dc your spell save dc my spell save DC is 15. Okay, yeah, it seems to seize up um, as you point the staff at it and, you know, waves of energy emanate towards it and it just kind of is now paralyzed. Good deal. As your spell seems to have been successful. Uh, it's paralyzed. I walk up to uh, Vol, kind of pat him on the shoulder and says, now you can have it vanished without me. And I am going to... Uh, that counts as a spell that I casted, correct? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, only because when it says you you may uh, use charges to cast a spell. so that, No, that's fair. Hmm? And uh, I'm just going to kind of walk up uh, behind Vol's back and start looking at the snake. Okay. I'm gonna get out of kind of back, back to back as, now? Yes, that way uh, if the snake comes, it's gonna come at me at this time because uh, this is this is Vol's fight. I'm trying to keep out of it. And okay. uh, I think that's gonna be it for my turn. Good job. Awesome. And we're back to the top and it's the Tiger's turn who gets to attempt to make the wisdom saving throw again at the end of its turn to try and break out of the hold monster. And it does not uh, as he continues to just... I'm gonna kill you, little lady. 
Um, but he can't turn around. How long does um, how long does hold monster stay active? Uh, one minute until yeah. it breaks out. I think it can make okay. a saving throw uh, if you it's, hit it. No, it makes a, at the end of each of its turns. It makes saving throws. Oh, so everybody can beat it up uh, with advantage. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the end of his turn because he can't do anything else. Now the Decapus is going to once again trying to attack Magdor uh, with its tentacles first. It rolled a 11 to hit this time. That misses. Hey, first missed attack on Magdor. Can't hit them all. Yay. Um, and it's going to try and bite you, which it does not have advantage on because it's not grappling you. And it crit fails, so it slips on the floor and splats down and that ends its turn um so if you attack it you will have advantage as long as it's a melee attack um now it is giant snake and giant snake wants to eat something so the closest thing it can go after is magdor so it's going to try and bite magdor and i fucking crit failed again goodbye dice um so that thing ends its turn as it starts towards you and then it like looks towards this, the crowd and smells the food and gets distracted by the cheers. I don't know. Uh, Makes sense. <laughs> Magro, it's your turn. You got a prone I slime monster in front of you on the ground. He's prone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, because the crit failed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to do my classic. I'm going to take my new hammer. I'm going to take beauty. No, wait, I didn't get beauty. Never mind. I just have my hammer. Um... Alright, so I'm going to take my hammer and just smash it down, as, put it in my metal arm, because okay. I want, and smash it down as hard as I can onto So effectively, but you're going to be using two hands with this, so you would get to use a D10 yeah. instead of a D8? Okay, cool. That was with advantage? Yeah. Since he's prone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, 13. 13 does not hit. I missed. Many tentacles. I was aiming for all of them. And you're including a plus three to hit from the weapon? Yeah. I rolled a two. Okay. Okay. That checks out. I was like, man, that's rough. (laughs) Okay. Actually, sorry. The advantage one, I rolled a five, and that was the third. Oh, But yeah, they were bad rolls. Okay. So. And then. uh, Yeah. That's your action. Yes. Uh, And I'm going to be pissed off. But also know that I've got two people around me, so I'm going to heal myself again. Good. Uh, with healing word. Okay, so you miss as you, you it like hits a part of it. It's like sludgy and like goopy, so it doesn't really damage it. Uh, but now it's Vol's turn. Um, Vol, being a Goliath, believes in fair play. So far, everything's been fair, but then the part that sticks out, even in his bloodlust is he he's not going to attack a creature from behind that's restrained so he's going to circle around to the front of him and then attack (laughs) love it (laughs) Um, you have advantage (laughs) yeah at least at least i want them to see see their death Uh coming Uh, um so 13 on the first one uh 13 hits Whew! thank god um, so um, and any hit, on, let me do any hit within here. ten within five feet with a melee weapon, or any hit attack within five feet is counted as a critical. So, 
It's not as if you rolled a 20 though, so it doesn't proc sort of sharpness, but it does let you roll double damage dice. Oh, that's mm -hmm. nice. Um, okay, so let me just do those for you. So Hunter's Mark, Colossus Slayer was two each, so four plus Did nine. Did you roll? Because Hunter's Mark damage gets roll? to be rolled twice as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you roll weapon damage um, dice and Hunter's Mark twice per hit. And Nick, just so you know, you'll have to take uh, three off that second slash because you don't add the bonus twice, just the uh, weapon damage. So nine, two, two, five, six so far. Okay, so nine, two, two, five, six. Thank you, Tyler. So that's <laughs> 10, 15, 24 on that first sweep. Okay. Uh, great. Is it still yeah. standing? Is, is. Oh, okay. So I'm going to swing again. Go for it. <laughs> Murder machine. <laughs> uh, 15. Hits. Crits. Okay. Yeah, crits. So, so let me. Sorry, not the. Let me do all of that for you. Um, so that's a four plus one five, uh, plus a two plus one, so three, eight, eight damage on that second swing. So not as bad. And that's with two d eight, two d six, plus your strength yeah. modifier. It, it was heartbreaking, man. Two ones. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. So eight no, damage. Was, yeah, I'd, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I know I'm asking for clarification a lot. I just want to make sure that you're not losing damage no, because they're fine. all new yeah. items. So I'm not saying that I think you're stupid. I'm just trying to make sure you get as much out of these new items as possible. No, no, it helps okay. me too because, you know. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, um, he seems very, yeah. very, very angry as he grits through the bloody, you know, the blood coming out of his mouth, but he can't move or respond. Did you want to do anything else? And then I'm going to grab, uh, yeah, I'm just going to grab the back of his uh, neck. And uh, just look in his eyes. This is going to be romantic and fun for me, mostly. Okay. <laughs> Nox. Nox has been a support machine so far, but then realizes that Magdor has been ganged up on. And so uh, asking for a friend, uh, which creature looks like it has been taking more damage? Definitely the were tiger. Uh, between the Other creatures fighting, yes. Yeah, the snake hasn't been hit yet, and the uh, so it's completely fresh. The uh, and the decapus looks like it's only taken one solid attack. So the de the decapus is taking more damage than the snake for sure. All right, so I'm gonna attack both them by uh, twinning spell, and uh, With... I'm gonna. <laughs> what else can I use? Uh, here comes uh, old Knox asking for a friend. Is Chrysler in the playing field or no? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to send Chrysler uh, to uh, give me the help action against this giant octopus looking creature. At least that's what It'll it looks like It'll negate disadvantage because it is prone. Is it still so. prone? Yeah. So it negates disadvantage. So that's Ooh, awesome. you're right. It is prone. Hmm. Hmm. Are you using Eldritch Blast? Because technically you can't twin Eldritch Blast. Nope. No, Chromatic Orb. I was going to you know, say, technically, if I wanted to do Eldritch Blast, I could shoot one at each and just be done with it, but... Yeah, 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 for sure. But I can't twin it. Uh, well, yes. I mean, if that guy's prone, then yeah, you're right. I am going to have disadvantage. You know what, screw it. I'm just going to shoot a regular Chromatic Orb at the, uh, the snake then. Okay. Because that's um, who I was looking at in the first place. Go ahead and let me know what 
needs to happen if it's a save by the snake or um, whatever. Okay. So I'm going to send Krosov at the snake uh, to give myself advantage or negate a disadvantage. Uh, I don't think it is prone as well, so I should really hit that. Art snake's always prone. (laughs) Ain't ain't that the truth. And I'm going to cast this at a uh, level two. Just uh, get uh, the ball rolling here. Love it. Uh, Does a 29 hit? Yeah. Good, because that was a crit. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to see Nox. uh, Oh, so it wasn't even a 29. You could hit a million AC with that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you see Nox going, it's showtime as they... (laughs) Begin uh, lighting up uh, the the cigarette. You see energy. Uh, this is going to be uh, thunder, just because I want the crowd to hear this. So uh, let's see. Oh, that's oh gosh, that's eighty-eight again. Uh, oh, plus two <laughs> because of the step. <laughs> so it's only going to hit for uh, twenty-nine damage, which is you know still a good chunk, but pretty great. And, uh, you know what? That's it. <laughs> I'm okay. going to start walking towards the snake and saying, hit me. All right. Yeah, it's like 20 feet away from you currently. Um, yeah, no, so. I-, I know where this ends. I know where, I know where this yeah. ends. All right. After Nox goes, it's the Tiger's turn. And it once again freaking fails to get out of the paralyzing. Uh, now it's the Decapus's turn. Who is going to, uh, does the Decapus speak any languages? It doesn't. If you walked out saying hit me, it was going to turn and hit you. But, um, <laughs> you, it can't understand you, so it's still going to go after Magdor with, uh, tentacles. I, I'm seriously done with this dice. That's three ones in a row from that thing. So, now, it's going to try you. and bite you. And it rolled a nine, so that one's over. Now it's the snake's turn, and it can only move 15 feet. Did Not that it matters, but did he stand up from being prone? He did, yeah. Thank you for asking. It did stand up. Um, the snake moves. It's It dashes, effectively, to get up to you, uh, uh, Nox, but it can't attack because it used its action to get there because it has a low speed. And now we're to Magdor, then Vol, then Nox again. Uh, I'm going to look at the Decapus, and, uh, uh, you're one ugly beast, aren't you? I'm going to try to smack him in his face with my hammer. Uh, two-handed. Okay. A nine to hit. A nine does not hit. Bad. All right. Uh, and then... Bonus action, I see the snake going for, uh, not, uh, yeah, not, so I'm going to heal him, but this is just going to be level one, because I'm greedy. Heal, they heal for five. Perfect. And you stay there, or move away? Uh, I'm going to stay there. Perfect. Okay. Vola, then Nox. I am going to swing again. What a surprise. Uh... So that's nine. De- I have to roll these twice again, right? Still continuing you the same thing. Yeah. What you did the hit. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, sorry, 23 yep, that to hits. hit. Um, okay, hang on. Do that twice. And I'm also gonna burn Colossus Slayer on this one. Okay, um... So that's a... 26 on my first swing. Uh, I behead him. Yeah. I just prep up, like, Vol gets down low, and then just swings upward, but, like, quick, and then just take off his head. Love it. He falls to the ground headless, dead as it reverts back to its human form. Um, and... Then you have your friends um, in front of you, uh, one with a coral snake in front of them, and the other fighting a giant slimy ball of tentacles. Right. Um, because of um, uh, Hunter's Mark and he died before the spell ended, um, I'm using my bonus action to move it to the uh, Decapus. Okay. And... Did Vol notice Nox being okay against the snake? I mean, the snake hasn't... Like, he's held yeah, his own so far? the snake hasn't hurt him visibly at all yet. Okay, so I'm going to go after the Decapus okay. instantly. All right. Um, you have advantage. And then I'm going to swing. You have advantage because you're flanking with your ally. Nice. Uh, 19 to Hits. hit. Um, that is going to be 6 plus 3, 9 damage. Okay. Yep. Swing in a cut. You slash through it, cutting into one of its tentacles. Anything else? Um, and when I get there, sorry I'm late, Macdor. And now it's Nox's turn. I got a scary-ass snake right in front of me. Yep. It's it's a big snake. Not not humongous. This isn't, you know... Snakey, gig- snakey snake. Snakey snake. <laughs> uh, it... I'm a snack. I'm a sneaky snack. <laughs> I'm gonna burn another five charges and wall of force this son of a bitch again. Isolated again. I'm gonna sidestep and I go. Okay, let's kill this thing with eyeballs. Ugh. And I'm gonna quicken up uh, and use the last of my sorcery points to uh, Eldritch uh, bless this thing once more. Nice. And so the first one is going to be a 21 to hit. Yep. Okay. And the second one is a oof 12. 12 does not hit. Okay. So uh, a whole three damage. As, three uh, damage. Yeah, minimum. Minimum. That's a good <laughs> use of sorcery spells. Oof. <laughs> All right. Look, yeah, I didn't want to you- die. That's a snake. You've cordoned off this snake again and stepped to the side. Very low risk of you having to make a con save to fail, you know, so it's probably staying in there for at least a minute. Uh, and then we're back to the top, which would be a were-tiger, but it's gone. So the Decapus is going to try and attack odds or evens, Magdor and Vol. Want to switch it up? Right. Yeah, so I'll take odds, Magdor will be evens. Okay, so uh, it's going to Vol, both attacks. First one with nice. the tentacles. Um, I got a 20 to hit. Uh, that hits. And so you take... Oh, okay. Give it to me. 
do 27 it. bludgeoning damage, and you're grappled and restrained. Um, um, for the damage, I'm going to use my Stone's Endurance okay. first. Okay, so 27 minus whatever you negate it by. God fucking damn it. Uh, by four. Okay, so you take 23 Lingus. damage, you're grappled and restrained, and then it tries to bite you this time with advantage, and I'm using a different die. Wait, wait, sorry. One minute. Uh, I th- so you can reduce the damage from the total by adding your constitution modifier to the number rolled, so that would be a five. So what that brings it down to 22? I mean, I... The amount of the number rolled for the damage. Those, yeah. So with my stones endurance, I rolled a four. Yeah. And I can add my constitution modifier to it as well. So yeah, just so that's a total of five. How much are I Based on what I told you, yeah. Was it a twenty-seven total? Yeah. So. Okay, so volts down. Okay. And it just perfect. It, exactly. exactly. How many points oh, I had? Twenty-two. Oh man! And it yeah, is nice. going to continue to mash on you because it's hungry. Um mm-hmm. and. It, rolls a 20 to hit on your prone body, causing no damage, mm-hmm. but two failed death saves. Okay. Um, so it's now munching on your friend, Vol. Um, and now it is uh, the Coral Snake's turn. It stays there. Can't move. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. And now it's Magdor's turn. Uh... uh. <laughs> Uh, Magdor's just been fighting this guy this whole time and then all of a sudden um, I can handle it so if I heal him what happens he's conscious he'll just be prone and he'll okay. have to pick up his weapon alright so what I'm going to do then is while I have advantage on this creature I'm going to smack him try you don't to smack have advantage. him away your ally is unconscious oh. oh isn't he munching on him yeah um, but that effectively that yeah, yeah no tactical right. advantage for that yeah so if I heal, I can, I can do bonus action, then action, right? Mm-hmm. So I can heal him and then do it. Yeah, but it wouldn't have advantage because your ally is still prone on the ground without a weapon up. The okay. idea of flanking is that they have All to right. fight both sides, and he's not able to do much. Well, I'm going to try to hit this guy from the side okay. to hand the weapon and just try to kind of push him away. Swing home, Magdor. <laughs> uh, that's going to be an 11. Misses. <sighs> like, shite. Uh, and then... Use healing word on to end. All right. How many points does he heal for? Five. You have five hit points, Vol. You wake up <gasps> as it is your turn, and this thing is like about to munch down on you. It's your turn again. You uh, have, yeah, you're conscious, but you have your weapon on the ground and you're prone, technically. Um, and I'm also restrained. No. When no. you when you went so limp, it to... kind of like let go and just started attacking you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so for me to stand up and pick up my weapon, uh, that'll take up my nope. action. Half your movement, and you can interact with one object for free to grab, stow, or weapon. So you can pick up your item and stand up for half your movement. Okay, uh, Vold's gonna mash on this guy. Then he's gonna stand up. Pick up his weapon, yelling. He's like, ah, just go right back into it. <laughs> you have um, advantage. <laughs> but I, um, I am going to burn a spell slot to cast Ensnaring Strike. Okay. Um, oh, boy. Here we go. First. <laughs> there I go. Kill it um, again. First, my first swing. 21. Yep. Does yep. that hit? Um, okay. Let me just do the damage for that first. Six. And I'm going to burn Colossus Slayer as well. 
Uh, so that's a seven total. Jesus. Okay. Um, next time you hit a creature with a weapon target, must succeed on a strength saving tro- throw or be restrained by the magical vines that erupted. What is the spell save? 14. It just narrowly avoids being restrained. Um, okay. Does it take extra damage and, from the Snaring Strike? Um, only if it's been restrained. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, it does, like, thwack um, away the vines with its own, you know, slimy tentacles. Anything else? I know Vol's hurt, but he's not backing down. Vol's not thinking. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that's it's it. your turn, Nox. I'm maintaining concentration on a giant-ass snake right next to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I can, like, much as I want to start buffing up the team, let them uh, start thwacking. Uh, I don't think it'd be worthwhile in my end. So I'm going to shoot another chromatic orb level two at it. See uh, okay. if I can hit it. Uh, does a 26 hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, good deal. Let's see. I need to set up a uh, thing to actually roll 48 for me. Uh, pretty good damage. 24, uh, thunder. Okay. Okay. All right, and yeah. Emanates from it. And I'm gonna basically do the, uh, the great Bambino move where I hold the staff up to it like I'm gonna swing to the skies. Love it. I'm gonna awesome. see if I can, uh, somehow taunt it. Okay. Uh, Cool. I love it. Okay. I, he said, ah, I'm like, oh boy. It's the deck of turn, and now you are a viable target. So it can go after any one of you three. And it does go after you. So it it's slithers out of feet? the attack range of both of you. Or both oh, of geez. the, uh, both of your allies. So you can both make attacks, but you don't have advantage. Would it be two-handed for mine? Yeah. Since I had it in both my hands? Yeah, if you choose to hit it two-handed, that's always up to you, as long as there's not something else in the other hand. Um, Does a 25 hit? Does an 18 damage. Yep. 10 damage. Is Hunter's Mark on that thing still? And you... No, because when I went down, the spell ended, and then I cast an Insanity Strike. Colossus Slayer can be added here. It's once per turn. This is its turn. Oh, well, knowing that, then yeah, I'm um, yes, I'm gonna burn Colossus Slayer. It's good to know. Five, so fourteen. All right. Total How much me. from you, Magdor? Ten. Magdor, after all your struggles with this thing, how do you kill it? I I see it. So it's already turned around at this point. Yeah, I it see starts it start to moving towards your sorcerer friend. Yeah. And I'm just gonna try one more time to bat him away from the body. So I smash him. How far away from the wall are we? Uh, it depends on what wall you're talking about. The one behind you is about 15 feet back. The ones to uh, the left to the and left right, right are like 30 or 40 feet, kind of in All the right. middle. Still. I just smack them down into the ground onto the left of me. Yeah, I mean, it skids oh. off like 15 to 20 feet as it just falls dead. Um, and because of the fact that there's three of you and now just a snake, um, we can fast forward through this combat because you're not going to lose as you systematically I throw my hammer get at rid it. of the thing. Well, I mean, you have to wait until the thing's dispelled, but you're, <laughs> you guys prepare actions, you know, for when you dispel it. And then you all like fucking just ream it as soon as the wall disappears and the crowd fucking erupts as you, uh, 
have defeated against a decent chunk of odds and made some coinage and gotten some cool items. And we'll pick it up there next week. Nice. Nice. Good job, guys. Oh, got some shiny man. new digs. You got some, uh, yeah. Fight some new Everybody's things. Everybody's upset that we didn't spend, you know, 10 minutes beating the shit out of the snake. We, we, we got time <laughs> limits here. You can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LR the 11th, all letters. Oh, you, you can, can find me at. Z oh, go ahead. No, no. You go, go, go. All right. You can find me at Zigzagoon. You can find me at Glenn Houston. Glenn with two N's and Houston looks like Huston. Ooh. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at CMQ Network. That was Nick. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. This is Tyler. We'll see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters where we go in active detail on how we murder the snake. And don't forget to never <laughs> stop the quest. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. <laughs>